0: Welcome to episode 19
1: of We Were Just Thinking. I'm Shaylin. And I'm Elena. We're here to rant, be better, tell you what we're into, think, show gratitude, and send you off with a thought to ponder.
0: Thanks for listening wherever you found us. We're glad to have you. We're also on Facebook, so come be our friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rant is Did that me. sound
0: super inviting. <laughs> it Sounded come like one
1: friend. of those like it was a little bit creepy. Apps. Yeah. Like
0: Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Pause. Open your phone.
1: (laughs) And come be our friend. It's such a variation from our chatter that was like on five seconds ago before the recording started. So that's what I was like reacting to. We kept like accidentally pressing it and we were... And we normally talk like a thousand miles a minute and talk over each other. So when we get on yeah. the podcast, we try to slow down a little bit so you can understand us. That's what happens when we was have a,
0: really active brains.
1: <laughs> it was a really like and dramatic adjustment. Children. Like all of a sudden we're going like, to talk slowly oh and clearly. Oh my it's
0: Sunday. I'm going to have adult conversation. <laughs> so true. Just kidding. I have adult conversation at home too. It's not about these topics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is totally random. In fact I haven't even finished what I was gonna say, but I got a haircut a while back and I got my first dye job because that sounds silvers. Like a sex act. <laughs> I got my first dye job because of silvers and I love my hairstylist. Shout out to Michelle at Ananda West. Ananda
1: is the bomb.
0: Yeah. And they're super expensive, but I feel like I get what I pay for. Oh, yeah. Except, well, and I don't even know anything about hair color because,
1: well, like I said, it's my first dye job.
0: (laughs) But I just got this done like, (laughs) what, five weeks ago maybe? And my roots, now that I know what those are, are like an inch grown out or more. And my underneath—that's what I call them—I have like full-length hairs that are silver, well, even yeah. though I got a dye job. So does that mean that the dye is fading? I mean, I know my roots are because my hair is growing, which I'm thankful for. Because as you get older, your hair you're supposed do that to as go much. every six
1: weeks. I mean,
0: yeah, I was supposed to go today, but yeah. I canceled it. But but what about the underneaths? I mean, those aren't growing out. So is that well, just gray fading or what? Gray um,
1: is harder. It's not for gray color. It's silver. Okay, well. Harder for color to get a- your facts straight. <laughs> it's harder for the dye to attach to those. I mean, I know,
0: but like two hundred and fifty dollars every five weeks. Well, yeah, and it's shut the front door,
1: man. Yeah, <sighs> that's how it is. She's the least And easy. Well, anyway, and it's not like they cut come- when when they dye it. They don't do every single strand of she hair. She did. She did my whole head. Well, that means it's fading. Yeah, that's what well, I was it's harder. By. Well, not only to the. Silvers, It's harder for the dye to stay attached to those. I think it's also because I
0: use bar shampoo, and you're supposed to
1: use, like, fancy shampoo, color but it's safe not. It shampoo. is color-safe bar
0: shampoo. Excuse me. And then I have this fancy, like, Davines conditioner <gasps> that I use. Yes. But I just I bought the travel Devene's. size because I don't need a lot. And I don't know. Well, I mean. I'm also not supposed to pluck them, but I just plucked, like, 14 mm-hmm. while we've been sitting here. Well, that's probably part of
1: it too.
0: Yeah, but they're the length of my hair. How did they get that long? They were already. They had to have already been there.
1: Yeah, I'm imagining that. that they're faded. fading. Yeah, we're
0: me and Michelle. Michelle's my girl. We're gonna have to have a talk. I gotta find a more permanent. Oh, that's part of it too. I didn't do a permanent dye. I did a. Oh well, then that's <laughs>
1: definitely. I know. Yeah. I need to
0: share all the facts here. We did a demi. I think that just means like um, a little bit permanent. There's semi. Know. I'll report demi. back whenever I know yeah, what's I'm a hair about. color person. Yeah, if you're a hair color person, hit me up on the gram or facebook and tell us how much let more me know money we have what's going keep on the, <laughs> the with silver sorry i'm gonna she, keep saying that. she keeps accidentally saying gray but i don't <laughs> have any gray
1: I, I love how we cover them the and question. we have to call them the right thing
0: yes okay anyway i love mine i'm like proud of mine i'm like look i see i have some you have color you colored your hair no oh silvers S- yeah yeah I you barely them. have any though well yeah but you're like five years younger than exactly. me exactly
1: <sighs> i earned my motherfuckers
0: Well, we're explicit. And last time I said another, I said a word too. So yeah. And then I did mark all these explicit. It's not a kid show anyway. If you're listening to this in your minivan on your way to school, sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Please don't. Yeah. Um, Anyway, back to the task at hand. Yes. Rant. (sighs) Starbucks has plates and cups. Yes. And most places have plates and cups. Please ask for them or bring a small one that folds up in your purse or simply go without. Please do not sit in the cafe at any cafe. Hopefully you're actually at like a local cafe, not Starbucks. Like Starbucks like we were today. I know it's hard because Starbucks has, you know, like the cute winter cups. And Starbucks has peppermint cake pops and all the good things.
1: Um, I just have to remind myself that those things were Which is ironic. Frozen before. Because you... Okay. Even though so I we went, We're at Starbucks right now. I can say that. Right? Yeah. Okay. We're,
0: we're actually recording in the car today. <laughs> so. So. We, uh. You we said I in. can say that. We don't have, like, some we're... sort of sponsor deal with Starbucks that determines what we are
1: allowed to say about it. I don't know why I felt we like. She sounded super important just then. It's not. It's just, like, a personal weird I'm thing. allowed to say that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, we went into Starbucks to meet. And she had. I was late because I went to the wrong one. And, um. She had her cake pops on a plate. Pops. By the did way, you, I know I was gonna say, did you have to like make the plural <laughs> s? She meant cake pop. Okay, she had her food on a plate. There you go. And I assumed that like they automatically gave it to her that way, which of course they didn't. So when I ordered mine, I had like four bags and a reuse and a non reusable cup sitting there. Not really, I had two bags. And, um, <laughs> but like as soon as I took it to the thing, I like read the notes and it's like this is the rant for this week. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I was like, well, this is going to go weirdly. (laughs) No, but it's hard. Because you assume that... I think when it's on your brain, you forget how many people it's not on their brain. Oh, yeah. And it's not on the employee's brain. Exactly. So I went in there, and I'm assuming, like, they're going to offer it automatically. Like, when they say for here, you know, that means... Well, I noticed they didn't even ask me if it was for here.
0: I... She said are you okay with these meat in the same bag? And I was like, oh, actually it's for here. So if I could just get a plate, that would be great. And she got a plate out.
1: You know that Starbucks corporate wants them to do that. That's a waste of Starbucks money to like throw away all that stuff. It's at a training issue, I think. Cause Starbucks is on board with that.
0: Right. I, I mean, yeah, I think as a so.
1: company, they just, the employees aren't trained.
0: Well, I am going to write to corporate and I don't mean to sound like one of those people, but so I brought my own mug and this is funny cause I just went on a rant about that, but we do strive to be transparent on our podcast, and we noticed that the first time when I ordered my drink, they made it in my mug, and I was like, awesome. Well, then, Melina and I were talking while we were waiting for my second drink on our way out, and I just noticed she said, you know, like, well, the one where I live doesn't actually measure in, like, glass or, you know, a reasonable thing, so... They use paper cups and then pour it into your cup. And I was like, what? That's so crazy. And I looked at my cup and I had been sitting there a while, like my mug, and nothing had happened to it. So I was thinking, why is my mug just sitting there? And then all of a sudden she yelled, Sheila, which I know is myself because nobody says my name right. And I was like, that was actually supposed to be in that green mug right there. And she so, literally Right after poured. Shaylin
1: said she's never seen
0: that. <laughs> literally right after it was like there is some sort of divine intervention in it. I was like, see. <laughs> she had it double cupped uh-huh. and poured it into my mug and then threw away the sticker in two cups and a lid, which I think, oh my gosh, by that time I should have just drank it. I know, and by oh, that time, it too so disheartening. You want to
1: say something. But at the same time, whenever someone is doing that, they're clearly in some kind of rush and annoyed. So, I know. And then ooh. I didn't even get the right drink, which, like, really ticked me off. Yeah. And the thing that's sad is like, there's a lot of customer service people who would take that really seriously and understand, but the person who did it is not that person. <laughs>
0: well, no, and they don't want
1: to like spit in your drink. I right know. After. They always
0: say, if we didn't make it right, bring it back and we'll make it right for you. And they totally would. I could have taken it and been like, girl, this is the wrong thing, and she would have said, oh, okay, let me fix that. Let me
1: waste another. Let me waste another.
0: And I, I, honestly, I felt like. Melina must be having like a strange experience at her Starbucks and then it happened right in front of my face. Well, and at
1: my Starbucks, I had a conversation with the window girl because the window girl doesn't make the drinks because ours is so fast. Can
0: we not say window girl? That sounds really (laughs) (laughs) bad. I feel like maybe if you're a Starbucks window girl, hit us up and see what let us know if i love her okay. i'm yeah, for crying, i love not. it my, mean my, it my driver's it side
1: all. window hasn't worked for the past there's year no, and a half so. there's no negative connotation in the term i don't know about the driver i just don't know start. her name but i like her and she and i like talk about each other's glasses and earrings and stuff <laughs> well anyway <laughs> so she was telling me that i was just making the differentiation that she doesn't make the drinks i understand have- i was just imagining
0: like when you're shopping if you know how they used to have real models back in the day. Oh, yeah. They do that
1: sometimes (laughs) in the holidays still. At, uh, like, Abercrombie or uh, Victoria's Secret, I've seen it. Yeah. Anyway. um,
0: That's another rant for another day. Yeah.
1: I know. It was like I started a whole (laughs) can of worms with that. Um, So the girl that takes your order and gives you your drink at Starbucks, I had this conversation with her because I said... Um, the drive through sales associate. I just asked her. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh. I asked her is this what coffee spiked? they do. Um, no, it's just grown up conversation. This is what it does to you when you're with children all day, every day. It's so stimulating. Um <laughs> I, she said, I, I asked her specifically, what do you guys do for like reusable cups in the drive-thru because you can't like hand it to them before they make it. And uh, she Surprise. said, oh, it's a problem in the whole store. She was like right, she was like tracking with me. She was like, yeah, everybody gets trained how to make all these mixed you know, lattes and stuff in the cups. Like the measurements are, they're like taught how to use the cup as their like barometer for making things, and she's trying to convince that store because she said she's worked in another store where they were not trained that way. But she's trying to convince that store to get the reusable stuff and train that way. Um, and I was like, Yeah, everywhere I've been, I've seen that to be a problem. So,
0: back in the day when I was Starbucks trained, and when I say back in the day, Starbucks I mean like, trained, Starbucks, did I not put an S on that? <laughs> I liked it. Um, I like it. Like that. I was taught that you put the syrup. There's a difference between syrup and sauce, by the way, you put the syrup in the cup and then use the metal things, depending on the type of milk that they've ordered. And that's how you do your frothing. And then you pour it on top of the, well, of course you make your espresso and the two glass um, shots. But what I'm noticing now is I don't even see the glass shots anymore. I see them putting the espresso right in the cup Mm -hmm. with your syrup. Mm. And then Pouring your frothed milk on top. Mm. And that way they're not having to do that. But yeah, I was trained. We used glass um, espresso shooters because they were marked, you know, like this is one shot, this is two shots, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm because a lot of people order double and triple and you do like a triple for a venti and a double for a grande you know like that so yeah. when we were taught when I was taught that it was very structured about which one you use when so I don't know I guess maybe it's just like you said you know you're super busy and everything's crazy and I'm sure the holidays are even worse and,
1: well, and if you're trained to do it in the paper cup I mean that's an extra step to try to think about doing it a different way I mean that's a training issue I think because they're going to stop and do it a whole different way every time somebody orders in a reusable mug, which is really not that often. And I don't understand. I don't understand why they can't just use the milk mug, though, because they're washing it out
0: every time. So it seems like if you're just going to put everything in one cup anyway, why not go ahead and froth the milk, add the syrup, and pour the espresso into the metal container and
1: just pour it in your cup Well, that's every a time. good question. Maybe, maybe the milk is the one consistent in the size, and so then... It's like the rest of the cup should be full by the end. Does that make sense? Like you fill yeah. up the milk cup, and then, then that's how you know how much milk to put. Does that make sense?
0: Well, no. You have to know how much milk to put
1: based on what they order because you froth so the So, do milk. they use different sizes? of Yeah. Cu- milk so, milk like, cups, uh, so? no. Or
0: is it all in one and you just have to decide? It's marked though. Oh, so like see, if you're, well, you're doing a tall, like you know that. that's twelve ounces of milk. If you're doing a grande,
1: it's sixteen ounces. And if just have a venti bigger.
0: The metal, metal thing, thing is big, but, yeah, and the
1: markings still be down there, and right. just Put everything in there and pour it into, the, yeah,
0: yeah. So that would be a less step, too, right? And that's kind of why I don't get it.
1: Yeah, because Maybe there's some coffee reason why you shouldn't put the coffee in the metal. Yeah, but if it's already full of milk, I don't think that would matter. I don't think because so I've either. also
0: read that you shouldn't put your syrup right on your hot espresso because there can be carcinogens activated by heat in your flavoring syrup. And that's why the milk or the water that they add reduces the temperature. But I've noticed they always put their syrup in first. And then usually they put in espresso, which is freshly brewed, which is hot. And then they put in the milk, which is hot. Unless, of course, you're getting an ice drink. They're going to put their syrup in first. They're going to put the espresso in. And then they're going to put ice. And then they're going to pour the milk. Because you (sighs) want the ice to still be in there.
1: I'm carcinogen carcinogen full
0: then. (laughs) Why I get
1: the ones with still. Like I just gave a real, his, a real
0: um, chemistry lesson. On you this. did. I'm so very, um... I never thought my days working at Starbucks would
1: actually so, be uh, helpful. In the last episode, we talked about how you're the literal and I'm the abstract, so that was a lot for me to digest. <laughs> I'll send you the clip notes.
0: <laughs> I um. Anyway, that wasn't even part of what we were talking about, but I feel like everyone needed to
1: know that. So my rant is last minute everything.
0: Am I finished with
1: my rant? Yeah my turn I feel yeah <laughs> you <okay>. are <laughs> sorry I feel like a lot of plans <laughs> <favorite> lately <laughs> she doesn't want to get cut that short <laughs> so I feel like plans lately are not really plans because of our instant everything culture uh-huh and I find it very annoying exactly like I feel like you already know what I mean so I don't have to explain but I cannot tell you how many times I've tried to make plans or have plans and people are like well let's see how we feel day of or like, no that's called not making a plan yeah like I want to know when I'm supposed to go somewhere because I will save energy to see certain people and I will save money to do certain things like yeah I don't have ample energy and money to go around like yes sometimes I understand like you're going to try to make a plan to like do something extra and if you happen to have the energy that day but I feel like everybody does it all the time it's like I feel like you and I make
0: our plans like a month in advance
1: yeah but everyone's <laughs> like well, well well talk to me tomorrow talk to me tonight and then it's like No well I understand that sometimes, but it's like all the time there's no plan. Well, and it seems like those
0: people usually end up saying no anyway. So I think that has a lot to do with just say
1: no when you mean no.
0: And say yes when you mean yes. That's not true.
1: I have friends that I hang out with often that it's like you don't hang out with me often. We live too far. And that's why we have to plan. Hmm. Maybe it's those convenient friends that you only hang out with because it's easy. I hope that's not true. I'm sorry if you're listening and that's you. (laughs) Um, Well, no, I get it. I feel like
0: I like to make plans because I like to have a balance of alone time and with people time. And I like to know that if I have plans on Thursday then I really need to, like, spend some alone time Tuesday and Wednesday evening.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or, like, if I say no to a babysitting job because we have plans to go do something and then you bail, no thank you. Or if we plan to do something that costs money, I might take it easy on, like, getting coffee out that week. And then if you say no, it's like, well, I could have gotten my Starbucks yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not even that much of a planner, but I'm talking about, like, Really like last minute, everything fluid. Like, I'm I feel like on the spectrum, I plan, but I also am more of a fluid type planner. So, for me to be annoyed by it, I feel like it's pretty bad. I think so too, because like it makes my skin crawl, because yeah. I'm
0: even less adaptable than you for sure. So, the people I'm talking about, you would like not even have in your I'm universe. Like, we can't be friends, <laughs> whoever those people are. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't. We can't be friends yeah
1: <sighs> alright
0: Okay. that's true so speaking of the holidays or speaking of this now that it's holiday time people need to take that stuff seriously because you know time is of the essence and we need to make sure we follow through with our engagements that's actually what made me think of it. great minds think alike sorry Pam <laughs> not that you're listening but oh they're not friends they're family I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding Family is the worst. They really do take you for granted. We're not talking about this. (laughs) But honestly, Uh, that's true. A lot of research shows that we often treat the people we care the most about the worst.
1: I hope that's not true of you.
0: No, but like your family you know, like people I don't
1: treat you the worst. No, I don't think so.
0: I mean sometimes, but but I'm just kidding. But no, like, even, you know, kids, we see that, like, they treat their parents bad because you just kind of know they're all going to
1: be there for you, you know? Yes. I've tried
0: to explain that to parents
1: who are like, they're always so bad for me. I'm like, they probably feel safest with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. So, let me just talk to you about doing it better. I have subscribed. This is now the third month, so I feel like I can talk about it now. When I first did it, I didn't really know what I was talking about, so I didn't want to talk about it. Um, because I try to only share <laughs> true information
1: on the podcast. Unlike our unboxing, which I need to address. Oh. But you go first. Did we not do it good? No, it's just when I unboxed it, I couldn't answer to how it was. Oh, and yeah, now yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, used yeah. It for a while again. Um, although I love the unboxing,
0: we're definitely going to do more of that.
1: <laughs> I had so, a friend say she loved that too.
0: I, um... I've subscribed to this composting service because composting can be a headache. And if you live in an apartment yeah, it really is. you have a small yard or maybe you just don't accumulate or maybe you accumulate a lot of waste, but you have a small yard. And if you're doing home compost, that can take a long time. If you don't know how to do it really well. Um, and also, so I use this service called compost now, and it's a regional business, but you could look for it or similar options in your area. And I just pay a monthly fee, and they pick up each week, and they give me a fresh four-gallon bucket with a new liner. They just pick it up from, like, right outside my door and then leave me a new box. And um, it also came with this handy magnet that tells you exactly what can and cannot be composted in the bin. And then you have control over your account in the app. You have, like, this little dashboard. And um, since we're only a two-person household, sometimes we don't have a whole four-gallon bucket full of you know, compostable things. Cause we also recycle. So sometimes we just don't have a full load. Um, but I can go in on my dashboard and just skip the week. Mm-hmm. So they don't pick it up that week. And then they credit your account like five bucks anytime you do this. So if you don't do it, if you don't use it, you don't pay for it. Um, which I think is really cool. And it also like, you have to do it a few days in advance, which I think is a normal expectation because then that person who picks up your, route knows that they don't need to stop at your house. Um, but, um, I think this is really awesome. So I actually put in a skip for this week because I don't feel like my compost is, first of all, we're not going to fill it up. But second of all, I don't feel like my compost is more important than people being home with their families. So anytime the holidays come around, I always try not to do consumerism stuff because I resent the fact that people have to work on holidays. And I've worked in industries where I've had to work on holidays before. And I just hated it. I felt like it was so, I can't believe I'm going to use this word, but un-American. I just felt like, you know, nobody needs their Starbucks so bad that they shouldn't be home with their family. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess that's a different rant too. I don't support having to like work when you should be home with your family.
1: Or Um, just taking you time.
0: Yeah. And I don't even care that you get paid time and a half. And I know some people may argue like, Hey, I'm one of those workers and I need that time and a half. So I get that. And if, if you are someone who wants to work, then I'm glad you have the opportunity. But I also resent that, you know, so many people have to work. And I know that it's doctors, nurses. I mean, you know, like we rely on all these people, and I totally get it. Um,
1: that's different than like getting a coffee. Yeah,
0: that's different to me than like <sighs> working at Hobby Lobby because the sales are starting, or you know, being at Starbucks. Like, why can't you just open at like 4 p.m. when people are traveling or something? You know, like, no, it's like after the, you've been with your family or something. Of-
1: the positive things about European culture where like there's sometimes things are closed and that's just how it is. If you haven't read the Finnish way, uh, totally yes. read it.
0: It's so good. It's um, good. okay. I forgot. I'm not talking about that, but speaking about the Finnish way, I've been doing cold plunges recently <gasps>
1: I do that in the so shower.
0: Bad. Oh, I do it. In the I shower. just turn it really cold in the I'm shower and I'm like, Ooh. So anyway,
1: yeah, I love doing that. So check my-
0: out composting in your area. I'm going to do
1: that. I didn't know that was a thing. I make too much waste to, like, in my tiny apartment to, like, make comp, like, I don't have space for the compost that I create. Oh, so, um, my do it better is slow down and care a little bit about the people around you. I'm not saying that everyone you work next to has to be your best friend or even your friend, (laughs) but I could give examples and go on, but just slow down enough to engage with the people near you. Um, Don't be a jerk. Yeah, you never know what's going on, and you really can make a difference for somebody. And I'd be willing to bet make your day feel a little better. And if you... Sh- okay, so this is my other do it better that's a little ranty do it better. That's okay. Let it go, girl. If you share space with someone at work and use something that has a place, put it back where it goes when you are finished, please and thank you. I feel like that speaks for itself. I
0: feel like it does, too. And it's important because that's respect. Even my kids at school, like their parents are always like blown away that they put stuff up or that I expect that things are put back. They're like, well, they're just kids. And I'm like, if you're not expecting your kids to clean up after themselves at home, now I know why it's hard for me at school. And you're spending so much time doing stuff that your kids could be doing for themselves. If my kids go and get a pair of scissors, they know exactly where to go back and put them. My four-year-olds like, know how town. to do that. That's ridiculous. That
1: is. So, yeah. If you're one of those people that, like, has their kid's backpack all messed up in the folder and stuff, I'll tell you something. Four-year-olds can do it. Your third grader surely can do it.
0: I know. I... I feel like my kids leave my class. And that's one thing I'm really prideful about in my teaching world is my kids leave my class so much more independent. And I'm so grateful for that because that's a skill that they're never going to not need. Mm -hmm. And parents don't always like it, but for real, it's They like it once they start learning it. And if you're... I also want to do this shout out because I used to work in a cubicle and honestly, I loved working in the cubicle, but I didn't share it with anybody. It was just like my one cube and it was just such a little haven. Except people would constantly pop up and talk to you. And I didn't like that. I wanted mine to have a <laughs> lid, too. <laughs> I wanted, like, more of a crate than a cubicle. Um, but <laughs> A full cube. Yeah, considered being, maybe that's <laughs> called an office. But, um, yeah, so I feel like those things can be. But if you actually share workspace, I totally agree. If you share things, then you need to be respectful. Put it back. God, it annoys me so much.
1: And you know better, grown ups. Yeah, you do. And if you don't, then that explains a lot about your job. You do know better. Uh, there's no excuse for not putting the stapler back. Right. Or if you use the last staple, what should you do, boys oh, and girls?
0: Gravy. Add some staples. Yeah.
1: This this is not, like, teaching you to do it, grown-ups. This is reminding you that I see you. If you use the last <laughs> tissue in the tissue box, what should we do, boys and girls? Get You're a new being one. very gracious about it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: pointing out like no. I'm just saying that third graders can do this. Like they know if they use the last 4 year do it,
1: replace it. My class has primarily four-year-old children that can do these things. Yeah, and they don't do it like because I'm gonna punish them if not. They do it because they're considerate.
0: Yeah, you grown-ups have to be considerate human beings.
1: <laughs> Rise up. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Do you hear what I hear? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I say when my class is being too loud. (laughs) Okay, so I'm into this. Let me just tell you. Whoa. So the cactus that I talked about a couple episodes ago, and you think it, I'll say it, were phenomenal reads, and I'm giving them to Melina to read, and she can report back as well. And then I'm going to add them to my professional library at school, because I feel like people need to branch out, man. They don't read anything, it seems like. Um, but I'm currently reading *The Other Woman* by Sandy Jones. What? And it's
1: no, no, no. good. I'm uncomfortable even talking about it. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not in the way that you think. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. It's about a guy, and this says it on the back too. It's about a guy that the main character, you know, establishes a relationship with, and then, um, they. Oh, it's amazing what so happens the other woman is actually his mother oh that's, yeah. that's profound already and it's crazy town so you should definitely check it out if you haven't heard of it yet go get it and check it out it's called the other woman Yeah, and I'm going to put all the links down in the notes also I'm into
1: I have mine too can I go
0: no, I have a lot of into Okay, go. Cool. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I don't normally get into like beauty products, but I basically ran out of everything. So right now I am into, or I'm trying. I don't know if I'm into it. I'll let you know. But I'm into the cocoa Kind Vitamin C Sea Grape. And caviar facial oil because I needed something super hydrating. Yeah, it sounds super fancy, but it wasn't that expensive. It was under 20 bucks. I'm also trying this new hair tonic, which detangles, softens, and offers heat protection up to 450 degrees um, by Not Your Mother's Hair Care. And it is, I think it's like passion fruit, ginger, and awapui. It smells great. It's non toxic. Imagine that. Um, And it was under 10 bucks. And I also recently tried this hair mask by Too Chic. um, And it was very oily and hydrating, but it washed out beautifully. And um, basically, I just did a buy whatever I can find at Whole Foods Lazy Shop. Um, But I definitely thought, hey, awesome. And I also... Um, and really into, I've, so I paid a lot of money for these Yeti ramblers. Um, cause you know, Yeti's not cheap, but I had a gift card, even though I spent more out of pocket and I, um, bought the one that is the lid with a straw hole. Mm-hmm. And I also have the 14 ounce mug with the mag slider, but I also bought the mag slider for my other one. And that just has like a magnetic slider that helps it not leak. Um, And I'm also super into these Seat, I think is how you say it, S-I-E-T-E. S-I-E-T-E, okay. They're almond flour tortillas, and they're fairly low-carb. I know everybody's macros are different, and they track everything differently and eat different stuff different times of the day, but it is delicious. And if you put it in the skillet just for a minute on, like, both sides, it's amazing. Mm. And... um. Yeah, I think that all of those things are things I'm super into. So I'll let you know about the straw hole thing, but I also just bought a new (laughs) Yeti because I wanted one that had a handle and 24 ounces. I lost my Yeti straw like that. Because I want to drink more coffee in the mornings. And, um, I mean, I drink decaf, so I don't guess it matters, but... I wanted to have a handle on my mug, and I also wanted a beautiful beach scene on the back of it. No with trouble my
1: drinking more coffee. Little,
0: with my uh, initial on it. Oh, so, cute. Yeah, yeah.
1: You have the cutest cups.
0: Um, so, yeah. I've only had this stuff a few days, and my a couple things haven't even arrived yet. So, um, I'll report back on that. But I also ordered some budgeting envelopes that were really cheap on Etsy. And that's where I'm going to keep my cash. They have a little zipper on them. So if you have changed, it'll stay in there, which Uh-oh. is like a new find for me. So I'll report back on how well all of those things are working right now. Uh, or, you know, once I've had them a little while. But, I yeah. I need to buy pouches, too. I
1: have a lot that I'm into right now. Yeah, no. So I'm sorry for trying to interrupt you, into, But I'm really that's excited kind. about the one that I'm talking about. Because I realize I've never talked about it on the show before. Oh. So I have a... The show. <laughs> we are big time. The IKEA poeing i think is how you say it chair um i have the chair in ottoman i did not buy it directly from ikea only because i wanted it to be assembled already (laughs) so i bought it on facebook marketplace but i just ordered the two little kid ones for my classroom and the kids love them too um but it's my favorite piece of furniture and that i've ever owned and i'm a furniture girl how much for the kid ones 30 dollars each about two but um i'm a furniture girl like i buy and sell and buy and give away and buy and thrift furniture a lot because i'm always like upgrading in my mind to what i really like so i'll try something out for a while and then get rid of it and then try something else and but that chair man that's a lifer love the chair and the kids I like it I sit in it when I'm at your house yeah like the it. kids
0: love it too. they're really cute the kid ones are super cute yeah
1: well and my thing with those was was kind of a bribe to get them to look at books because they can't sit in that chair unless they're looking at a book and so now they will <laughs> <laughs> nice little bribe you got it going works there. it works so um and they look adorable in my classroom so um but those chairs at home it's like my favorite chair ever too so IKEA poang, love it. Yeah, I'll look into that too. Um, right now, I have like a recliner couch
0: that I really like. A couch. Yeah, because you know, it's oh the yeah, your love sheet. It yeah. fits both of us. But I like the fact that it reclines. Yeah, I do like that chair too. So uh, we were just thinking thing. I don't know if you were thinking it, but I was thinking that I. Th- I think it's so funny and admirable that Instagram did away with like their, their number of likes to help cut down on what I assume to be envy. Um, it's but also like, I think how it's so hilarious. Bad that it still says um I'll put this in quotes it says so-and-so likes this and thousands of others and it just made me think like hmm most people still know what that means (laughs) so I don't know that it really achieved its goal of cutting down on I think it does because there was
1: some psychological study about how those notifications were addictive and we got to look into that
0: Well, I don't know about, I don't think notifications changed. I thought that it's just, it doesn't say it anymore. You know how it used to say like 3,412,000. Yes, there was something about that though.
1: That little, that little heart that pops up in the numbers that it was like, people were like. Well, yeah, it's like rat food. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was why I think. Okay, so my, we were just thinking is actually about um, this teacher in South Carolina who sued the school system. Because, essentially, they were trying to put operation costs on teachers' backs. Like, forcing them to, like, serve... Well, her specifically, they were forcing teachers to serve at concession stands without pay. And then also forcing them to buy specific school supplies. Um, You know, not like you on your own go buy stuff, but like they were saying everybody has to buy this, everybody has to buy this. And um, the lawyer started researching it and getting other teachers involved because he started to realize how big of a problem it is that oh, yeah. they're trying to put operation costs on teachers' backs like enforcing that and um, well, she'll I was go just to retire go for her I go was just her. curious like in, in my teaching career um I feel like that's always been the case that it's like this major problem and I'm just curious like if you've seen the same thing um, I can think of a multitude of ways that it's majorly wrong. Not, like, a little bit wrong, but, like, a major problem.
0: And Uh, I'm just curious if
1: you've seen it to be the same thing.
0: I've experienced that. Like, when I taught high school, we had to work the concession stands on Friday nights, or Mm -hmm. we had to work the gate, or, you know, like, we had to have a duty. We Mm -hmm.
1: all had a duty. Um, so, yeah. And not just that, not the working thing, but also, like, paying for things that's really not your Right. And I will say that
0: this year, my principal said, you know, don't buy anything until you check with me because he's like we do have money in certain areas that we can use for things but if I don't know that you're looking for it I don't know to offer you the money so I appreciated that but I also feel like we just teachers naturally spend so much money
1: on everything that's because operation costs have never been covered in my work life that's what yeah I, that's what I feel like it's like this is not a new problem to be required to do it it's like there's a need and so we do it because we care
0: well yeah and like even when I worked for the county and every year in the past except for when I was at the charter school imagine that <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, given 250 dollars so for teacher money to like use on your classroom. I've never had a stipend, but this year I didn't get that and um, I also no noticed that you can't claim it on your taxes anymore
1: last year you could, but the deductions more than you would well. From yeah, them. I don't. And itemize, you can only though. claim up to like two hundred fifty dollars a year, which is a joke. I mean, I don't know a teacher that spends that <laughs> little. I know spend more than that on
0: the first two months of school. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I will say that my PTO is very generous, and right now we have a mini grant, um, opportunity. So we can like write into them about what we want, and most of them like
1: get it approved. Well, something else. I'm going to just say this while we're on this. Um, It really bothers me when people act like they're doing this great thing to provide what is a basic need in a classroom. (laughs) I know. Like, oh, you funded one tiny little grant. Like, you didn't even put a dent in what I've spent in a year. Right. And you're, like, so proud of yourself. The only time I've raised a significant amount of money was at the charter school for books and it's because those are more affluent families and like, we didn't have any books yeah and, and they like they raised a significant amount of money and it's really the only time I feel like they kind of deserved a pat whereas the rest of the time it's because we're not getting our basic needs and you, you, you throw five dollars at it and you think I'm asking for a lot or like complaining about school supplies like no our schools don't have what they need and I've never been at a school that has what they need we spend so much money on this dumb curriculum stuff that we do and buy new manipulatives all the time. Well, the same manipulatives can be used for, like, five years or well, more. <laughs> and I think even when they buy those, though, those are, like, they get some kind of deal out of it. Like, Oh, I'm sure. If they buy one. It's, so it's not really they're spending that much money on it. It's, like, the curriculum company is, like, let's try to hook them on. It's also part of the contract, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. So it's not, like, schools don't get what they need, and that's a legislative issue. Yeah. And that's why teachers are striking and marching. Yeah. And, you know, it, it bothers me how far in some ways teachers let it go because they aid it because they care. So they spend all this money, but then the people who need to be like helping and caring more are not. So as much as I dislike suing where it's not due, I think in this case it needs to go more than just to South Carolina and more than one school and surrounding district, like People need to realize this is a major problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I all people kept think track about, of it. They're off all summer. <laughs> I wish I kept track of it, but, like, I have probably spent 10% of my income every year back into the classroom. And or still, more. Still, probably more than that, no. honestly. And still didn't feel like I had everything I needed, even with spending that much.
0: And that's every year.
1: Every single year. <laughs> so... I and, guess that kind of goes and in And it's with, so common for teachers that, like, we don't really talk about it because we all know it's just a part of the thing that we do it. I feel like it's, you're almost embarrassed to admit how much you spend, too. Like, you're not supposed to do it, or you don't want other teachers to feel like they have to do that. Or you get in trouble for broadcasting it. Yeah, because you don't want other teachers to feel pressured. Like, we're not even allowed to do GoFundMes
0: or donors choose. Why not? Because it makes it appear that we don't
1: have what we need. Oh i'm gonna take a deep breath (laughs) miss melana is gonna i say this at school all the time because i miss melana now i say miss melana is gonna take a deep breath and calm down for a second i go that one made me need that
0: but this goes along with if you're a parent or anybody who kind of didn't know that be kind do a good deed or a random act of kindness yeah whatever you buy at the beginning of the year we buy it
1: again in a in three I know months. and I know that school supplies are expensive, especially if you have multiple children. <laughs> How bad do I feel when I have twenty students though? You know what I mean? Like come on, vote for us to have some money. Yes, they're expensive, but like guess what? Who's gonna buy it if you don't? Me. Yeah. And I'm probably make less than you, so Or throughout the year, you know, like Buy uh, some check glue in sticks. with their
0: teacher and see if there's anything that they need, or yeah. you know. And if don't
1: you buy have, me a Starbucks card. Like buy me school supplies.
0: If you have extra things that you have that you know we
1: could use at school, definitely send them in to us. Cause yeah, we can use them. And I hate. I know this is like. Whatever. I'm just gonna say it. Maybe other people don't feel this way, but I do. When parents buy like cutesy little things that probably cost thirty dollars. Right, like no, please buy me something I need for oh, the classroom. Oh, you mean as a gift? Yeah. I mean for their
0: kids, like this thirty dollars supply pouch that has glitter and all this stuff. And I'm oh, like, oh, that too. No, just buy fifteen that are a buck each. Like, <laughs> yeah, so that, yes. So yeah, a random act of kindness. If you have extra stuff for you, you know, know that your child's class needs something, or if the teachers ask for something, you know, send multiples if you can. And so though we should be doing these types of things all the time and not just around the holidays. Um, Research does show that most people are feeling a little more giving during the holiday season. So I feel like we should probably just embrace it where we can. Um, It could be free stuff too. Like you could call a local nursing home that you know that's kind of underserved um, and see how many residents they have. And, you know, make some homemade cards for them with your family. It's easy. It's fun. It's very cheap. Maybe you already have scrapbook paper or something like that at home. Or maybe you could just do it on construction paper. And it's super heartfelt and you could also like clean out your closets or clean out your house and donate stuff to local places that you know sell things secondhand for good reasons like here we have you know the brother wolf retail shop they sell things that benefit and the pre- the proceeds benefit our animal shelter because we're an no-kill shelter and <clears throat> you know you always have like your local humane society and stuff like that um and if you have money and you want to spend it you could definitely Look at your local animal shelter or Humane Society's website and see what some of the things they need are. That's a great place to keep your money local. Or, you know, maybe you have attachments to, like, the Wounded Warrior Project or Heifer International or whatever, you know, is close to your heart. St. Jude, all those places that do amazing work. You know, find something that you are passionate about and, you know, put your money there. Yeah. And you can always make a donation in other people's honor, and then they get a card from all of these places saying, a donation was made in your honor or your name or whatever. And that could even be your gift to people, you know, like doing something kind for someone else could be, you know, like maybe you make a $50 donation to a New Warrior Project for someone in your family or someone you know who, you know, you'd otherwise give a gift, but they're, you know, wounded from war or something like that, you know, like it can be very meaningful. So just choose a place that's close to your heart. Yeah, I would love
1: if someone did do that. Just
0: something nice, like donated something
1: as their gift to me to some organization that I care about instead of giving me a gift huh.
0: yeah I do that so I have like the friends who I know that have like attachments to things like that um like I'll make donations to the American Cancer Society or St. Jude or you know places like that and then they'll get a letter in their honor or I'll you know I, I did that a lot last year actually so um that's awesome yeah it's, it's just a good thing So, thanks for listening. We appreciate you coming back each episode to hear us chat. And um, that's kind of really what we're doing. Like, we plan what we want to talk about, but um, it's kind of just just like a little conversation between us. So, um, hopefully you found some inspiration here. And always reach out and let us know if you have topics that you suggest. We love to do research, and we love to keep up with current events and things like that. We try not to, you know, make it too political. But... Um, If you have something that you're interested in us talking about, definitely let us know. And until next time, be authentically authentically you without apology. apology.